In a distant and altogether less coherent universe, there sits a small green-tinged planet, consisting of fearsome seas and overwhelmingly clear skies. Far above this planet, a battle is taking place. A battle of magics and ideals. A battle of lightning bolts, disintegration rays, and counterspells. Allies drawn either by ideals or convenience clash on all sides in an extraordinary struggle of martial and arcane might. Fearsome giant creatures and elementals of all types, conjured by allied and enemy mages, inexplicably wage war in zero gravity. This is not their story. A nearby god, who was having a particularly bad day, decided he'd had enough of the noise, and went to have a word with them about the whole thing. Having heard his words, the scorched bodies of the combatants tumbled down toward the planet, their magical artifacts scattering to the winds. They burn up in the skies, their ashes drifting towards a particular continent, to a particular village on that small, green-tinged planet. The ashes drift past the tower perch, where creatures of various types uncommonly land for delivery of goods and peoples. Ashes swirl down around the stone spire, around narrow walkways which circle it downward with young stewards and messengers of all types racing up and down, gathering messages for their lords or families. A human with dull brown long hair and a friend of his walk in arms out of a tavern, music flaring behind them and dampening as the door shuts. Hey, uh, that was a pretty good show, huh? Yeah, the, they're not as good as Corpsable can, but still pretty good. You about ready for round two? Yeah, let's go. Let's go! The two walk back into the bar. The wind kicks up, scattering the ashes towards the docks, where stalwart fishermen tend to their armor and wounds from the day's catch. A flickering of black ash swirls through the connecting streets, where dealers, both shady and not, peddle their wares of questionable providence, and nervous buyers constantly check behind them for signs of the city watch. A nearby throng of people gather around a tiefling busking in the streets, dancing to the rhythms as he pounds the earth itself. Come one, come all, feast your eyes on me. Tonight at the Frog Bellows, this city's most bodacious night spot, I'll be playing a four-hour set of rockin' drum beats. Don't be a square. Come and join the party. Hey, uh, excuse me, sir. That's not for trash. That's for tips. Oh, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll just throw it away later. Okay. All right, anyway... Tonight, after the festival, come on down to the Frog Bellows. Half-priced frog legs before eight and full-priced drinks all night long. The wind suddenly drops, plunging the ash into a nearby hole perfectly cut 
into the cobblestone road. The ash blows through a series of tunnels filled with the unwanted rabble that populate the city. Those who dwell within live difficult lives, as the sewer access feeds into the dangerous seas, putting them at constant risk of the few creatures actually small enough to wriggle through. A cloud of ash suddenly emerges from one of the pressure outlets throughout the city, spraying a wet, dark, ashy mist across several revelers. Today is the day before the Festival of the Watchful Gods, a festival celebrating the stars, or the gods as they're referred to here, as they watch over and provide protection to the people. People move quickly, in a hurry to be ready, setting up stalls, decorations, and making plans for the morrow's festivities. Nearby, a sprightly gnome is seen pushing his way through the throngs of people, trying to convince themselves they'd done something to earn the gods' protection tomorrow. He walks into a nearby shop, crowded on all sides by festival-goers. One of them bumps him, causes him to drop the last pork rind, that last pork rind, someone grinding it into dust a few moments later with the heel of their boot. Hey man, watch where you're going. I need that for spells. Uh, I'll have to get a whole nother bag now. At your comment, a man looks around, questioningly, wondering who had just spoken. Hey, I'm down here, bud. He shrugs his shoulders and walks away. Ash flickers in the wind past a small group of people surrounding a small tent with a faint flickering light beneath it. Approaching more closely, a young child and a satyr standing on either side of a strange-looking small table. The table seems to have different patterns of holes drilled into the top, with a candle beneath. The satyr runs his fingers along the holes as though he's tracing faint lines known to him. The boy runs excitedly to his mother, a member of the small crowd, tells her, I'm destined to be an explorer because of my link with the constellation Sinestra. He's the great crane who's seen all parts of the world, Mama. The young satyr leaps nimbly onto a pedestal nearly as tall as he is and gives a short, obviously practiced sales pitch of the constellation. And who wants to see what the fates have in store for them next? Gather round, gather round. Have you ever questioned your place in this world? Ever wondered where and how you fit in? Well, if so, step to my tent, and for a few gold pieces, let's see where you land amongst the stars. Do you side with Sinestra, the crane who's seen the world, or Togons, the bugbear warlord? Hey, listeners. Hope that intro got you excited for the game that follows. Just wanted to give you a quick rundown of the game that we play, Dungeons & Dragons game where we pretend to be characters that we've made up, improvise our way through fantasy adventures, and roll dice to see whether we succeed or fail. We hope you're able to pick up more of the specifics while we play, but for now, enjoy the show. Welcome, listeners. This is Discount Heroes, a uh, real play D&D podcast. I am Brent. I'll be your DM. Well, their DM. You don't know me. Let's keep it that way. And uh, here are my four players here. I'm Aaron. I'll be playing Dimarok, a bard, half-demon, tiefling. Hey, guys. My name is Tyler. I'll be playing Copes, 
a satyr from the uh, from the Twilight Zone or something. Hey guys, I'm Jared. I'll be playing the part of Thrasher, the human barbarian. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm Matt, and I'll be playing Knox Longfoot, a rock gnome wizard. And I will be playing everybody else. Orly. Yeah, we'll see. All right, so let's go ahead and begin the game. Throngs of people shuffle back and forth through the crowd. Various stalls selling clothing, trinkets, weapons, and armor. Artisans of various crafts peddle their oddities and trinkets of all types. Stalls with various games litter the area with varying levels of fairness and price involved. And revelers drink a beverage that lightly glows with a soft pale blue luminescence. Judging by the growing piles of glowing something on the ground, it seems to be fairly potent. Finally, people of all types take part in the ceremonial building of offering lanterns, consisting of a light fabric and a firefly, a small fiery insect which serves to levitate the lantern into the air before breaking free and burning his prison and offering. I think uh, I'll be playing games. You mentioned games, so. I want to be playing games. I could see myself I want to be playing, playing games. games as well. Damn it. I hate games. <laughs> I only made like two games. Yeah, I was thinking we're kind of sitting at a table playing dice or something. Well, I have a game in mind. Okay, we'll play your game. You know, I know it's your world. You don't have to flex so fast, but. So I'll just say the both of you approach a, a stall with a, a game where they hold up a 3D model of the constellation and ask you to name it at a different angle. So both of you seem to approach at the same time. You guys recognize each other from... The bar. (laughs) The bar. (laughs) You notice that it costs a couple gold to play, which is pretty expensive. Hey, Copes, uh, this this seems like a game that you might be quite good at. You want to to tag team this thing? I turn over and I, I look at it. I say, oh yeah, bro, the constellations, and for two gold, bro, I made six gold today doing uh, my little my little performances. So yeah, let's do it. <laughs> nice man, these suckers out here will pay for anything, won't they? Sure will. Not us though. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we'll definitely pay two gold for the game though. Let's go. Uh, what? All right, so you guys fork over two gold, or what? Yeah. Now that Tyler just invented six more gold that he had. Yeah, sounds like it. I like that. Can we all do that? Hey man, you know. Dude, you you said it, and he didn't he didn't stop you. So you have that six extra gold. Okay, so I uh, I saunter up to the game like very confidently. Yeah, and I slap two gold, laying on me, uh, you you uh, guy. The short woman looks up at you in confusion, <laughs> <laughs> but she slides your gold toward towards herself, and she gestures for you to approach this uh like this cloth canvas that they've got hanging. And you stand in front of it, and then they pull it back, revealing it's almost like a kid's mobile of like a constellation, but they're holding it at an angle. What constellation is this, or you forgo your gold? Okay, now question. I should recognize this. (laughs) It's going to be some kind of roll, though. Okay, so I don't have to bullshit this. I can roll this. Okay, now when I'm doing a constellation check. (laughs) You probably got advantage on that. (laughs) You know. Would that be nature? Sure, that's fine. Okay, and I've got uh, proficiency, so... I'll give you advantage, too, since this is particularly relevant to you. 
Gotcha. So I get a plus three. So 21. All right. What constellation is it? I say, oh, it's it's a Theramine, the peaceful satyr. <laughs> she was like my favorite growing up in the twilight. She smirks for a moment. Where she says, wrong. This is Ignatius, the fire god. That's not even a real, what? You know that this is one of the many gods that are worshipped as part of the festival of the watchful gods. I turn around, I say, no, they're cheating, man. It's not even real. We probably should have figured that one coming into this, but, uh... You and your cultish star religion have no business here. Cultist? I have hooves! I'm I'm from the twilight! Your beliefs are an affront to the gods. Who watch over us. And on this day, I fucking go like, or I stop my hooves, and then I just walk away. Because uh, I can't fucking take it. Let's go get a drink, man. This is ridiculous. Thanks, bro. Alright, so the festival's getting into full swing, and um, Demarok is out on the street corner, still trying to drum up some business. Ah. For his one-man drumming band show, The Bangarangs. That are playing tonight uh, after the festival. So he's out in the street and just doing this thing with uh, his two magic drumming batons, drumsticks, and then he's half demon, so he's got a tail that kind of beats along as the bass drum and pounds the ground. So he's just out in the corner beat, just like laying down, like just I don't know, a, a sick beat, probably like some trap beats. I'm thinking, and uh, just like you know. He's got a little bit of gifted gab, too. So he's just hollering out everybody that walks by, like, Hey, you, sir, come on down to the Frog Bellows tonight and see me play the Banger Rings. I'm fit as a fiddle. You got to face the music and listen to the fat lady sing. You got nowhere to go tonight after the festival? After you've seen all them stars? Come down and see me. I'm going to be a big star. And he's just kind of doing his thing, just like, you know, just touting out of the street. Do you have, like, a, like a hat or something on the ground for money? A hundred percent. Three hats. Three hats? Yeah. Uh, I'm going to walk up and drop a gold into one of them. And uh, Well, did you put it in the one that says, you're great, you suck, or you're okay? Which one has the most money in it? I don't want to talk about it. You suck. I'm going to put it in your great, because I'm about to proposition you, sort of. All right, dude. I like your attitude. Uh, thanks, man. Uh, you ever thought about uh, maybe starting a band of your own? You know, joining up? Bro, I am in a band. The Bangarangs. Come see us tonight at Frog Bellows. Uh, I might do that. But, uh, you know, then maybe we can talk a little more about uh, your musical future. Bro, you want to join me? I'm always looking for, like, a sweet lutist. Well, I don't, like, play an instrument or sing right now. But, like... I definitely have the attitude, you know what I mean? Bro, I saw it right away. I love you too, dude. All right, man. I'll see you at the show tonight. What's your name, bro? I'm Thrasher. Thrasher Dimmerock. Uh Some of my friends call me Chicken Legs because, you know, I like to use these drumsticks. Cool, man. I'll see you later. Oh, all right, bro. All right, bro. Oh, my God. <laughs> Do any of you take part in any of the other traditions? Do you build an offering lantern to the watchful gods? Oh, the bullshit fake gods. Hey, you're fake. Oh. That's what they say anyway. <laughs> yeah, Copes doesn't feel that fucking way. Will making a lantern help me achieve my dream of being a rock god? Well, it's it's more of like an offering, like, you know, 
it costs money to make and it's like for good luck in the next year and stuff like that and or what harvest i don't need any gods how much is a lantern five silver pieces i'm gonna walk up to one of the the vendors hey hey brother uh how much can i buy one of these lanterns he's offering lanterns to your fake to your gods yeah of course i mean what do you mean fake yeah just a silly uh slip up okay because they are it's totally real you know right yeah i agree all right, now that we've settled that. Yeah, I've got I got these here, five silver pieces. He drops some materials on the table. You know that it's customary to build it yourself, so they don't sell pre-made ones. And there's also a tiny little bottle that has a firefly in it. But I'll take two. That'll be awesome, man. Glad to see you're so devoted. All right, I just walk like 10 feet away and let the fireflies go and then stop <laughs> on the fucking materials and just go to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> stupid fucking lanterns like be free fireflies see ya but whatever I go oh some people look at you dismissively as you walk away yeah fuck them uh Knox uh when he breaks all the pieces on the ground runs up and pulls his backpack out which has a bunch of little tinkers tools all over it and scoops up all the scrap metal and shoves it in the front pocket (laughs) he's like this is this is some prime stuff for building I appreciate it yeah, there's a couple small bottles that, you know, I, did you keep those or did you leave them on the ground? Oh, no, I, I have no use for glass. Um, I would keep them. All right, you got two small bottles. First, first loot of the campaign. Fuck yeah. Okay, so do I roll on the 100 magic table or do <laughs> I? <laughs> yeah, you, you can add some material to your inventory. They're bottles of story. Uh, do you do engage in any other festivities? Yeah, I definitely like one of them cool candle things. Uh, I've been in this town like, I don't know, a few months, like four or five, six months, and never done this festival before, but like, I get the whole gist. I like the sacrifice and the luck and the giving yourself to get something kind of thing. So I purchased me one of those lanterns. It's like a place where a bunch of people let it off together mm-hmm. at once. Yeah, I'd be in that crowd, and I imagine he takes like a moment to like, kind of consider like, what he hopes for, like what he sacrifices, and he looks down and like his right arm, and there's a bunch of like bands on there, different colors, and he takes one and he plucks it. He drops it into the lantern before he lights it and sends it off and says, I'll remember you, sis. And then he has a quiet moment and lights the lantern and, and sends it off and watches it burst into the air. Fly away. I want one of those blue drinks. I was wondering if anyone's going to partake in any of the blue drink. You dangle that carrot there, DM. I'm going to come for it. Did he say something about a blue drink? Yeah, he did. Pale blue bioluminescent drink. People are throwing it up all over the place. Glowy vomit. Yeah, the glowing. I'm glad you got that. Yeah, I did. I was paying attention. Well, I want some blue drink. No, you don't. Too late. You fucked it up. We said we were oh, going we did to say drink. That. No, you're not allowed. This is me now. Yeah, I want a drink, though. Yeah. They're, sell- they're selling it literally everywhere. People are also just giving it away. Well, then I would like a free one. Do you have a tankard? Ale horn. Ale horn. Ale horn. You got an ale horn. Ale horn. Yeah, you can have it. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> That's how you steal from your DM. <laughs> All right, you got an ale horn. You want to get a fill of this swill? Yeah, definitely. All right, they pour it. You see that as you look into it's a. This, this clear blue, slightly glowing liquid, you you can see this faint movement inside. Like something is swirling it, it around in there. 
Like there's little particles swimming around. What's it smell like? It smells pretty. It smells sour. Mmm. Good sour. Or like milk sour. Not like milk sour. Good sour. I down it. Yeah, just throw it back. All right, you throw it back. You know, drenching your beard. Do you have a beard? I don't know. No beard. No beard. Drenching your face in this lightly light blue liquid. You slurp it down. You feel a vague texture as you as you suck it down. It's intensely burning. Oh. Your mouth glows blue for a little while. You feel your stomach is a little un- unsettled. But people cheer you on as you drink it, as though you've done something worth being proud of. It's like college! Did Thrasher go to college? No! <laughs> okay. That's kind of what I thought. Alright, you see a group of people cheering and heading their way to the bar, presumably to drink more of this blue stuff. Alright. Yeah, I'm just follow the crowd to the bar. Yeah. About blue stuff. Do you take any more drinks on the way? Yeah, you know, I'll refill. I'll right. see the, you know, I had one downer. This is a sipper. You can have up to five more on the way. It's a very short walk. <laughs> you just fucking smash them. I will have three more. Three more on the way? Mm-hmm. All right. On the on the fourth one, make a constitution save for me. Oh, no. Man, really? Come on. Yes, I roll. I was conservative and everything. All right. Constitution. Wait, saving throw or a... Saving throw. All right, so I get a plus four. That's going to... Oh, man. <laughs> we are playing on roll 20, by the way, guys, so no cheating. That's true. Jared usually cheats, and not today. So, yes, say out your roll. I got a four, so that's going to be an eight total. Ooh, so that is not good enough. Luckily, you, you make it to the tavern. Someone probably helps you a little bit of the way there, but... Your world's kind of spinning a little bit. This stuff is like, it feels like it's dancing in your stomach. Every once in a while, you burp and just like a little bit of bioluminescent goo flies out of your mouth. (laughs) And uh, you make it to the tavern before collapsing against the crowded bar. You're not feeling very well. Feel free to interject as you feel fit, as as your drunken self. Water, (laughs) please. slow dribble of bright blue vomit. <laughs> so you guys are at the tavern. You're, we'll say you're all kind of there. It's very full, packed with people. They've kind of opened up the facade, the front of the tavern, and kind of made it this open air thing, so it's in a way it looks just as, mar- just as much part of the festival as anywhere else. People are freely walking in and out, getting drinks and walking away. Yeah, I'm leaned up against the bar, getting a drink. I just want to say I'm wearing like star... Like Constellation Star board shorts and like a Hawaiian shirt with Constellations, but it's just open, so my, my full satyr chest is showing. And I've got rings in my little horns, and uh, I'm just I'm just sidled up to the bar uh, talking to people and ordering drinks. I don't like the phrase full satyr chest. <laughs> yeah, it's my full satyr chest is out. Full frontal satyr. Yeah, it's out, bro. This is my festival. Even you know, even if they're they're wrong, I'm digging it. How fuzzy is your chest? Is your full satyr chest? It's not super fuzzy. No, all right. But it's it's like a nice like you run your fingers through it. Is a satyr like a goat guy? Yeah, bro. Pan. 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 Or Phil from Hercules. Yeah, Pan. Or Mr. Tumnus. Got it. Yeah. So I guess to set the scene, so the Frog's Bellow, a tavern which Aaron made up, by the way. What was it? The Frog's Bellow. Great name. It's the only place that would book me, guys. What am I supposed to do? 
it's a pretty popular kind of divey tavern nearby. It's fairly filled almost every night with people engaging in all sorts of revelry, regardless of what festivals are happening around that current day. I like it more as the frogs below. Like there's just a basement chock-a-block full of frogs. Yeah, that's it is a basement, and that's the whole gist. Yeah. But they also have a little uh, terrarium with a little glowing blue frog. Which is extra sick because they serve frog legs. Oh. It's like red lobster. <laughs> <laughs> Your frog. Yeah, that's how it works. You, if you pay 100 gold pieces, you can eat that frog, their mascot. <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> What's his name? What is his name? Don't say Kermit. Don't say Kermit. Don't say his Kermit. name is Jared. Oh. oh, yeah. Jared the blue frog. <laughs> okay, Jerry. It's not easy being blue. <laughs> he also, yeah, he speaks common. The frog. <laughs> he's not actually a frog. Hey, look, he's just let, a wizard. Let me out, guys. Come on. I'm a real boy. I'm I'm a real guy. Come on, princess. Just give me a little smooch. Everyone just kind of gathers around and laughs at how cute he is. He's like, he thinks he's real. He thinks he's people. <laughs> just banging on the glass in there. Let me out, guys. I am gonna get a hundred gold and save that frog. <laughs> Oh, wait, I have 150 gold right now. What? Yeah, that's a thing. No, I'm not going to save it. I'll just, I'm going to chill. I lied. I spoke too soon. We'll sow that seed. I think someone should do it, though. Save the frog for now, so that way when my character dies, I can just be the frog. That's so, yeah. I attack Thrasher. It's like emergency <laughs> character replacement glass. Exactly. In case of character death, replace. <laughs> Get the frog, stat! <laughs> it's finally my time. <laughs> Somebody go get that frog. So here you guys are, the tavern. You guys have been enjoying the the revelry, I assume, all day. We'll call it the evening at this point. So you guys, have, have all of you been drinking? I mean, I would imagine Knox and I are still together. We came in here together to get a drink. Yeah, I think we're probably uh, sitting at a table, a couple drinks. N- nothing too crazy. Maybe when we see Thrasher come kind of stumbling in, uh, Knox is going to kind of head over to him after you know spending a little bit of time in town with him recently. Hey, hey, man! You want to, uh, you want to come have a drink with us, or maybe, maybe some water, maybe some water with us? Water sounds great. Hey, hey, uh, hey, hey, barkeep! Can we, can we get a your biggest glass of water? Water, great. Let me a fishbowl. Water, please. He's like, drink from the frog. <laughs> uh, you're not getting much use out of your legs, but you're able to. Heavily lean on the two people who approach you and make your way over to their table. I slump down and start guzzling, which I will now do for the microphone. Okay, go ahead and mute that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, before the revelry continues further, a nearby commotion interrupts whatever it is you're doing as onlookers turn to watch. You see that uh, a clattering to the ground as a table is knocked over. A well-muscled man is being wrangled by two city guards while holding on to a frightened-looking bartender with one hand. Seems that despite their numbers advantage, he's kind of got the better of the two of them and they're failing to sort of pin him to the ground. You can't tell me what to do! Nobody can tell me what to do! As the guards struggle to wrangle him to the ground, the bartender cries out, He had too much to drink! We can't give you any more. I decide when I've had too much to drink. And he makes a roll real quick. I'm with him. I'm sorry. With one roll, he he manages to stick a foot directly into the gut of one of the city guards and send him stumbling back into another table, crashing into it, spilling 
a bunch of that uh, that bioluminescent drink all over the floor. He spilt it? That's alcohol abuse, brother. I'm not putting up with that. Hey, guys, we're not going to let this guy ruin our bar, are we? No way, bro. I got something for him. Spring out of my seat, and I'm going to cast uh, Charm Person on this guy. Mm. He's drunk, right? It appears so. Actually, in his other hand, he's clutching a tankard full of that bioluminescent blue liquid. Okay, well, he has to make a wisdom saving throw. How wise is he while he's been drinking, Brent? That's what I'm, you know? Is that not when you become the wisest, though? Uh, I, I certainly, you know, pretend that that's the case often. So he got a 12. How do I find my modifier? Oh, my DC save? Eight plus your proficiency plus your, I'm assuming, wisdom for you. What's my proficiency? It's just two. Two. He, he tied. It's a tie? He tied. That means he resists it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Okay. So I imagine Dimarok's up on stage maybe at this point, either like in the middle of a set or getting it started or something. Right? Is that good? Yeah, go ahead. So he's performing and he sees all this go down and like... And stops his drums in the middle and kind of sees what's happening and sees that this satyr guy is trying to help out our barmaid, who I love, Esmeralda. And I see that he tries to like cast a spell and it didn't look like it had quite enough juice. So I take my drumsticks and like tap a special, like a special, like really quick beat. And you see like this little charm, like shoot across the bar and hit the man he was trying to charm in the chest. And I just cast silvery barbs. It's a reaction spell. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 foot area. It makes a desired enemy reroll a d20 and take the lower number. Mm. Then Ooh. I can choose a different creature. It could be myself. And they have advantage on the next roll, ability check, or saving throw for a minute. So after it hits that dude in the chest, like another little softer charm pops off, and I use my drumstick to kind of direct it into the satyr's chip. Okay. Nice. So we'll make this other d20 roll. I rolled the same thing. He rolled the same fucking number. <laughs> oh! Aaron slamming his desk is the... <laughs> It's called Foley work. <laughs> oh. Well, damn it, he's still one. Yep. Okay, he's gonna be—he's gonna be upset. <laughs> he's gonna be upset. You see his eyes glaze over for a brief moment, and in that brief moment, before you see him, his like consciousness return to his eyes. Um, one of the guards seizes him to the ground and causes him to lose hold of the of the the bar lady that he's got a hold of. Okay. And he's taken to the ground as the other guard is, like, helping himself to his feet. No, you can't control me. You don't know who I am. I cannot be controlled. Oh, shit, bro. And I kind of saunter behind Knox, which doesn't really work because he's pretty <laughs> short and I'm rather tall. Lean into the microphone and be like, hey, come on, guys. Can we get some help here and get this guy out of our bar? Kind of just got calling for aid. So he's on top of the city yard is on top of him. And you see the guy grab both two hands, a hold of the, of the guard's tabard. And he just like picks him up off of him while laying prone on the ground and throws him to the side. He crashes into a group of other people who tumble to the ground, spilling their drinks everywhere. The floor is covered in this, this bioluminescent blue stuff now. I hate it. You see that during this whole kerfuffle, he hasn't, he hasn't spilled any of his tankard. As he rolls prone onto the side and vomits onto the floor. Is this guy a drunken monk? <laughs> All right, guys, I think this is enough. I think we need to stop this guy from drinking. Knox is going to run up and just slap the drink out of his hand. Fuck 
Yeah. <laughs> so into it. Okay, yeah, make a roll. Could be a dexterity or a sleight of hand, maybe. Ooh. 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 Uh, if that's sleight of hand, that's going to be a 19 plus 5. Ooh, 24. All right, do you want to, with a roll that high, do you want to snatch it from him or do you want to just knock it onto the ground? Uh, no, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna kick it onto the ground. This guy's vomiting everywhere, and I don't I don't want to touch his cup. Stop spilling all the booze. Okay, so, roll roll an insight check for me real quick. Uh, Matt's character knocks. Okay, okay. Uh, that's gonna be a twelve uh, minus one. That's an eleven insight. Okay. All right. So you you kick the the tanker to the ground, and the man who let me describe him for a second. He's got a. Short, bright red hair, has a small red beard too. He wears a shirt of chain links, very small chain links, so it's almost looks just like a reflective t shirt in a way. Doesn't carry any weapons on him. Okay. He cries out as though in agony. My drink, no, no. My my drink. You can't well, <laughs> you can't tell me what to do. No one can tell me what to do. As is my right. <laughs> oh Lord. He he starts he starts crying oh. in the fetal <laughs> position on the ground. So Knox towers over him, all two foot eleven of him, and 40, 43 pounds of of uh, pure Knox madness. Pure Knox says, "Hey man, uh, I think I can tell you what to do, and I think you need to leave because you ruined my buddy's performance on stage, and you ruin everybody's time. So it's time for you to go." He sits up, looking dejected. That's what my people said to me. That's almost exactly what they said to me. Well, they were probably right. It's you. Maybe it's a you problem at this point. <sighs> That's the role that was thrust upon me. And oh he 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 gets up and walks to- out of the tavern. And you see that uh, standing in the doorway of the tavern is the head watchman. If those of you have been in the town long enough, know him as Ilgis. Ilgis? Ilgis. By watchman, you mean like, a, is that like a city guard? Yeah, he's the guard captain. Okay. Uh, so as uh, as Knox heads back to the table, he looks at Ilgis and says, Hey, uh, Ilgis, don't worry, we did your job for you. And then he heads back to the table and sits down. And I think if, if Ilgis like, makes eye contact with me for a moment, if we'd seen each other before, I shoot him a quick hand signal. Just like a, like a brethren, like, hello type thing. Quick little hand signal. I can't understand why he would reciprocate that with the <laughs> local musician. It's just, it's like when two city guards from any, I'm city guard from my own town. So it's like a. a and he knows that? Well, I, yeah, how does he know that? I imagine it was like a, like a what's up among all city guards. Just the universal city guard. Well, like Juggalos, like whoop, whoop. Exactly like Juggalos. <laughs> exactly like Yep, Juggalos. that's how you let each other know that you're both city guards. It is. I I, I give him, I throw my leg, my hand in like a little loop. Are you in a gang? And I say, Argus, or Ignis, whoop, whoop. All right, hey. I like how you just stopped the show to yell over at the guard. Ilgus. It was just, I was trying to like let everybody know I'm city guard. So Ilgis walks up and just puts a puts an arm around him. He's like, I see you. You've wound down again. He says it to the, the guy. The guy doesn't say anything. And he looks at the, the four of you. Helping with the law is a citizen's duty, worthy of nothing more than expectation. And then he turns and walks out. Okay, I need another drink. Right as he finishes, I burp real loud, and some of that blue stuff just kind of... Thrasher's like, how did I help? (laughs) (laughs) 
All right, so I'm going to give everyone out. I'm going to give the other two people that aren't Thrasher a chance for this insight check real quick. Why not me? You're too drunk to notice. Yeah, that's kind of weird. So who are the two people? You and me, baby boy. That's right. I, I'm No, I'm you already he already did like, one. I've got plus five to this shit. Oh, I guess it would just be you since you're playing a show right now, right, Demarock? Yep. You're not you're not close enough. I'll just tell you that. Okay. So yeah, go go ahead and give me one. Fifteen. Fifteen. Huh. No. Fourteen, sorry. Alright. So something odd that you noticed. The the vomit that uh that that red haired fellow left on the ground isn't glowing. Hey, I mean I mean I've I've thrown up before. It doesn't always look like exactly what I drank. That's all I'll say about it. And then uh you just notice that. Maybe you think that's oh that's odd. Yeah, I can't imagine I would I would think that's odd, but I can't imagine I would do anything about it. Yeah, hold on, let me go give that the smell check. Hold on, guys. <laughs> That was a different character. I've moved on. <laughs> you know, se- several of the the people that were like pushed over and had their drinks spilled are kind of engaging and helping clean up the place. You see that in particular, one fellow had quite a bit of this blue stuff spilled all over him. His uh, formerly white clothing glowing with a faint blue light. He has reams of papers uh, just scattered all over the floor as uh, people kind of gather around to help him pick up his stuff. Uh, Knox will step over there and help him uh, grab his papers up, try to save him. All right. As you step up and pick him up, you see that they're all duplicates of the same, looks like a flyer. And uh, the flyer reads, help desperately needed for cargo unloading. Will pay well, and it's triple underlined. Oh. Uh, Knox approaches the main guy. He's like, hey, uh, I-, I hear you need some help. Well, and I'm going to get just as a side note, Demarok, you would have noticed you probably found one of these flyers in your one of your hats. You probably found one of those earlier today. Yeah, I found a, quite a few of them before for the past week or so it ended up in there. Yeah. And the, the the coin where it's like half a coin and then you look and it's actually just like an invitation to go to this church. Yeah, it's like a short five dollar bill kind of thing. Okay. So you, you so you go up to the guy. You see that he's a he's a fellow gnome. His clothes hang pretty heavy on him now, and he's got a pair of thick like Coke bottle glasses. Oh, he's kind of scrambling. He's like he just looks. He's like I can't believe today today of all days. He's like I, I'm so screwed. I'm so screwed. Ah, oh, don't worry, my friend. We're we're all pretty screwed in one way or another. But uh, it's gonna be okay. It's, it's just some papers. We can we can we can get this taken care. No, no, my dolls, my dolls. <laughs> No, no, my... Buddy, these are called papers. Maybe flyers, but not dolls. No, my uh, my dolls were supposed to have arrived by by airship. They were supposed to arrive tonight, but they haven't arrived, and the, the, the people I hired to unload it have left and taken other jobs, and now nobody's going to unload my dolls, and I won't have them, and I won't be able to make any money, and then I'm going to get fired. And that's what you want, isn't it? What happened to your dolls? Did they blow up? No, they're just late. I don't know why. The, the ship was supposed to arrive. One of those newfangled airships. I know I shouldn't have. I shouldn't have paid for it, but it was such a good discount. You understand, don't you? Oh yeah. I mean, I have all sorts of money to be throwing around constantly. But uh, I mean, if if you need some help, I, I may be able to help. But I, I got a busy night tonight. I mean, I, I could probably move some things around, but I, I don't know. 
I just need someone to help me unload them when they get here. They'll probably be here tomorrow, I think. Uh, tomorrow? That's even that's even worse. Uh, God, I'm gonna have to push some appointments and... Uh, they better be here tomorrow. I'm not, I am not won't be able to unload all the stock. And then my boss is gonna be so mad at me. Uh, well, who, who's your boss, man? Oh, you don't want to know. He's... He's the, he's the head of... I wasn't ready with the name. <laughs> okay, I got, I got it. Lee, just the terrible. That's what he wants us to call him. He he told us we had to call him that. He, he's awful. He, he owns this business selling dolls all across the continent, and we don't sell any here, and he thought that this would be a good opportunity. He put me in charge of the whole thing, and I've just ruined it. <laughs> yeah, man, that's a... Why are you working for him, man? Leech is the terrible? I feel like that's the kind of thing that makes you walk off a job. Uh, I don't know. In the job interview, he was so persuasive. He was just he was just telling me what to do off the bat, and it gave me all this money, and now I, well, I spent it all, but I really need more of the money. So uh, I, don't, I've, I kind of find myself you know, here, and, and uh, you know, I paid up front for all those dolls because I knew I'd be able to sell them here. Everybody loves them, you see. So you... I just really need someone's help. You, you'll help. That's what you're telling me, right? That's why you're asking all these questions, because you're going to help me for sure. Uh, well, I, I was kind of on board until you said you spent all your money. And, and... No, 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 no. There's more money coming on the shipment. I can, I can pay you so well once you get here. I can pay you in money, in dolls. They're really good dolls. I, I, I don't I don't want that. That's That's not an option. Okay, money it is. We'll do it your way. <laughs> I just need I just need like four or five guys, preferably four exactly, <laughs> to just help me unload these things when they get here. You know, just look out. We haven't had an airship arrive here. It's the first one. Everyone's gonna make a big deal about it. Well, uh, I, are you sure you need four? Cause uh, and then Knox just flexes. Like, <laughs> oh my god! And uh, it's it's not impressive. He's very slight. Very slight build. Hey, look, maybe you have some friends uh, that you could ask. Uh, Can we hear this conversation going yeah, on? Yeah, sure. You're welcome to take part in this as much as you want. Well, uh, I, I, I may have some people that are interested. Why, hey, hey, why don't you come sit down at the table with us and we can talk a little business? Because I honestly, I'm, I'm more of a supervisor, if you would. Thrasher's still kind of laying with his head on the table, but he pops it up and just, Dolls are creepy. I'm in. And then he just leans back down. <laughs> Copes is a uh, Copes is standing on his chair, kind of rocking out. He's like, "What are you? What are you two guys talking about, bro?" Uh, he, uh, my friend here needs some help tomorrow, and uh, he needs he needs help unloading some. Uh, what did you say? Are, really dolls? Art, art, artisanal dolls. Artisanal dolls. Uh, th- they're artisanal. They're so lifelike. You'd think you were holding a real human child. So I think our friend here. That sounds. Ugh. <laughs> that's that's ugh. the worst possible description. People are people are paying so much money in all other parts of the continent. It's just it's failed to make it here, and we just don't know why. But that's why I'm here. I'm pushing the dolls. Great time for pushing them at the festival because people need dolls to celebrate. But they're not going to get here tonight? I really need to make sure they're here tomorrow, but my crew, they canceled on me because I 
didn't have go any. for them to unload. I had to go ahead and pay them because that's how the contract works. I work. I, I, I'm from a very litigious city. All of our deals are done by contract purely. Stars are not aligning for you, cousin. But maybe we could uh, help you out. Oh, that'd be so great. And I mean, you don't have to. I'm incredibly desperate, so p- please do. But you know, don't feel like you gotta do it. But yeah, please. Yeah, you're good. You're gonna. I kind of look at Knox. He kind of got us into this whole fucking situation. Well, I, man, I hate to, I hate to let a gnome down. I mean, they don't have very far to fall. Well, well, well why don't we come up tomorrow and and see if we can help you? I, I'm not promising anything. My friend here doesn't like dolls, but he said he's in, but I, I'm not even 100% sure he's going to remember that. But oh, Once you see these dolls, it's going to make the whole thing worth it. I promise. Can, can, can we stop saying dolls, and then maybe I think I'm in? I pop my head up again and say, All right. dolls are creepy. I'm in. Maybe, maybe you prefer prefabricated children. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> stop <laughs> the podcast. What? What's the problem here? I th- I feel like you guys aren't getting these dolls. Look, they're not real kids. Look, I feel like you guys aren't getting what's so great about these things. No. Allow me to continue to talk no, about No, 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 no. Hold on, man. Hold on, hold on. No, I want to hear what he has to say. Okay, that's fine. I'll hear him out. But first things first, you never say that line again, okay? You never say that line All again. Right. All right, I'll, I'll stick to dolls. All right, all right. I, why don't we meet you at the docks in the morning? We'll see if we can help you out. I, I'm always looking for a little way to make some extra money. Oh, that sounds great. It's like, please, please, please. Yeah, yeah, no, we got... We, he's, hold, he's holding He's holding your hands in his. He's like, please. Yeah, yeah, please. I got, I got it. Please, please don't. Please don't touch me. Just, just, <laughs> just please go. It's like, okay, okay. He, he, he bows... He bows to the... I don't think you participated in this, right, Denverock? Not at all. Not at all? But I think okay. I got a way to get there. Yeah, okay. He bows to the three of you. He's like, ah, thank you so much. Thank you so much for definitely doing this. Uh, he backs away and, and ducks out of the bar, leaving his papers on the ground. Hey, Noxa, what was that dude's name? Uh, I think it was uh, Dale. D- doll? Dale? I don't know. Oh, okay. Well, you made I, that I, up. Man. Okay. He kind of creeped me out, but he kept talking about money. A lot of money. What time are we going? Uh, like noon? One? Yeah. Uh, okay, well, you don't know his name. You didn't really get a time. I'll tell you what. So, look, look for the airship that comes flying down. He said an airship was coming. I'm always looking at the sky, brother. So are you in? Yeah, sure. I got nothing going on. I turn around and just keep listening to music. What do you, what do you think, Thrasher? Dolls are creepy. I'm in. <laughs> and I think I'm kind of like finishing up my set at that moment. Hey, thank you. Thank you, guys. Thank you, everybody, for coming out. Uh, it's been Bangarang down at the Frog Bellows. Hey, I'll be here next week. Same time, same place. And, uh, don't forget, uh, feel free to buy me any amount of drinks at the bar after this. I'll be soured up right there on the corner. Also, don't forget, I'll do anything for money. I I need some money. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> also, right, so I think uh, roll a performance check. 
And you well, devoted a lot of your time to this, so roll it with advantage. Really? Because I thought that sounded more disadvantage. Oh, yeah. bro. <laughs> I'll roll two 20s then. 118. And performance, I get plus four. 22. 22. So about a dozen drinks come your way. A couple of them in the middle of your performance. You're welcome to have drank them or not. I have. They just throw them at the stage, like, full. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you get four, four more once you go sit down. Sent over to you, because they enjoyed your performance so nice. much. So I, like, yeah, I go to the bar, and, like, she's got them ready for me, and I just kind of gather them all in my fist. And I kind of turn around, kind of looking for a place to settle. Hey, Demi Rock, you can come sit over here with us, bro. Bro, I got beers. Dude, I need some. Hey, I, I spent two gold at a shitty carnival game. Ah, you always lose those games, brother. I <laughs> don't. I know it. Not really. Just got here. Oh, you missed. You missed another great performance. <laughs> another, another great. I blew. Hey, knock their socks off. I look down at my hooves. I'm like, they are cold. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, that was a that was a great performance as always. Always, uh, always enjoyed listening to you here. Yeah, I think so. Man, I know we chilled like. Yeah, it's been like six, seven times. So bad with names. Is it? Is it nighttime? Is it? Is it? No. What is it? It's not. Oh, it's not. Not. Knox. 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 Yeah. Knox. Yeah. That's it. That's it. First try. Demarot. Thank you, bro. No. Good, good to see you again. It's all good, man. So you guys enjoyed the show. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, nah, it was good, man, except for that one guy coming in trying to ruin the party, but... Uh, oh, that was crazy. Nothing <laughs> like a rock show, am I right? Like, rock and roll. <laughs> oh, yeah, Demi, bro, I appreciate the help with the uh, the spell. We couldn't quite get it there, but uh, I saw you. Good looking out. Yeah, good I was like, out. even with a magic spell, he's going to fail? I was like, this guy must be wasted. <laughs> yeah, you're not making me feel the best. No, I'm but, just uh, saying, you pre-gaming hard, bro. I rock on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I can tell you guys had it. <laughs> hey, Thrash, you showed up, bro. Good to see you, man. Looking a little, uh, looking a little blue there. <laughs> I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm just. I'm good. Well, you guys do anything tomorrow? <laughs> <laughs> I love money. So, uh, uh, Demi, Demi Rock. Is it Demi? Is it Rock? Is it Demi the Rock Johnson? What what do we got going on here? Oh, it is Demi the Rock Johnson. I love that. I'm Cut s- that joke. It's terrible I'm and I hate it. I'm stitching it into my vest right now. <laughs> Man, there was a, uh, there was a, a weird little guy in here. Um, but he's looking for some work and he says there's some good money on the line. Hey, who you and, calling uh, people little? You know what I'm saying? I was about hey, to say, I hey, love hey, how he's hey, calling hey, another noble hey, little guy. Hey, I was taller than him. I don't know if you noticed, <laughs> but I was taller. I didn't but even see. Him. Either way, either way, we don't need to talk. Doc, you were standing on a stool. Well, come on, man. We don't. <laughs> oh, I'm so, you don't I'm have sorry, to tell not, him everything. That's not their mind's way. My but, man. but, but either way, either way, he's. He's got a shipment coming in with an airship tomorrow, which seems pretty crazy, but uh, he needs some help getting it unloaded. Are you going to pay us? He, I'm not going to lie. He seems like he's going to pay us a lot. He seems like he's in over his head and not the brightest. 
Oh, hell yeah, I love moving cargo. You know, as long as it's like beer, food, or like, you know, something normal. Yeah, like... Where did that accent come from? It changed. I don't know. I don't know. Where in the fuck did that go? Is that better? Maybe I paid or something normal. Uh, maybe, maybe that's how he talks. Just what a ridiculous thing to say. It's only been an hour and 35 minutes, guys. Like, maybe it changes. I know. He just caught me so long. Uh, no, it's... Uh... Don't man, don't worry about what it is. Who knows? You know, it's it's moving crates. I don't I don't know. All the cues. All right, as long as it's not like <laughs> I don't even know, like prefabricated humans or something. <laughs> I'll be good. I whip my head at Knox and I hold my finger. <laughs> I down my whole I down my whole blue drink. I'm like, hey, uh, hey, Demi, can I grab one of those, bro? I was like, yeah. I handed it to him. I was like, this is for you guys. It's time to forget. I cheers Demi and I say, great show, bro. And I just start down and drinks with him. Yeah, Knox What about Thrasher? Oh, yeah. I mean, if they hold one out to me. Yeah. Can Knox try to replace the cup that's held out with Thrasher with a cup of water? Yeah. Please work. Please let this work. <laughs> All right. That's a... If it's sleight of hand, that's a 9 plus 5, so 14. That, that sounds good enough. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I would imagine there's no way I would really notice. All right, you get swapped with some water. And then Nox drinks both. Nice. All right, so everyone who's not a uh, thrasher, roll, roll some constitution saving throws. Oh, man, come on. No, it's going to be good. Don't be like that. It's going to be good. Oh, I got an 18 plus 2, a dirty 20. I got a 14. Got an 18. All right, so I heard a couple of high numbers. I got any low low numbers? I got a 14. Is the lowest. 14 is the lowest. All right, roll a d100 for me. <laughs> me? Yep. Looks like you're going to be playing yeah. the frog character. <laughs> you know what? I could rock that frog. 32. That's how old I am, everybody. Listeners, fun fact about Tyler. I'm 32. I think He's you're 31. Old. Oh. All right, so you guys probably uh, you don't let me put actions on your on your body or anything, but <laughs> but, but assume yeah. you guys kind of spend the evening like continuing to drink and carouse and stuff like that. You know that it's fairly standard at the during the festival for people to just drink until they pass out. You know if they're gonna enjoy the party, so a lot of people just end up waking up on the ground outside or at the bar where they fell asleep or something under the like porch that. at their friend's birthday party. So that's you guys are welcome to fall asleep in any method that you choose, whether it's in your home or not. But but your character uh, copes. You you wake up finding your coin purse is a little light, and you spent half of your money on something Ooh. which you can decide on. I spent half of my money on something. Yeah, that you can decide on. Damn it! Literally want. half of my actual money I rolled for. Yeah, half of your real life money. It's gonna be one of those. Uh... Those light up like glow stick swords mm-hmm. that definitely has already lost its luminosity. <laughs> now yeah. it's just like a shitty, opaque plastic tube. Yeah. And I don't know what the fuck to do with it. I like to imagine it's tucked into my, my board shorts. All right. <laughs> you add a barely glowing rod to your inventory. You know what? The way you said it like that, now it seems magical. Yeah. 
You know, like when you go to Stone Mountain and they have all those stalls selling stupid light-up shit that dies immediately? (laughs) (laughs) I didn't want that sword, but here we are. So, all right, all of you awaken the next morning in various states of how you left your drunken revelry. Would anyone like to describe how they wake up in the morning? I would. Yeah, so, uh, Copes, Copes comes to underneath a porch, uh, of a random, a random, uh, Mr.'s house is right. Yeah, you wake into a, a knocking. Someone's banging on the wood right in front of you. Oh, and I thought, oh, what the? And I sit up, I'm like, what did I do, bro? Like, the last thing I remember is Demi coming off the stage and was partying down and is my leg so stiff? God, what? And I pull out the stupid sword. I'm like, ah, the fuck, no. And I scramble to my gold pouch. And I notice that I spent half my gold on a stupid plastic sword. L- listen, man, uh, I-, I don't know who you are. And whatever you just said, that's great. Ah! Uh, ah! Could you get out from under my porch? I thought you crawled under there to die last night. <laughs> Like you, you came up to my house, started swinging your sword. This thing for, I don't know. You must have been out there for an hour, keeping me and my child from sleeping before you crawled under there. I was kind of like I was you died. keeping. No, I'm not safe. done. No, okay, oh. go ahead. No, okay, you go ahead. And it was a big. I was house. like keeping you. <laughs> no, it's fine. No, it's go ahead. No, you go ahead. Okay. And so, I was going to protect you okay. from... The, All right, get the, the hell out of here. Oh, I'm leaving. I fucking, like, hoof out. <laughs> fucking God. leave. All right, and you're heading to the docks, I'm guessing? Yeah, I run for my stupid sword that I spent half my fucking gold on. to the do- That I was so excited to roll for. <laughs> a fortnight ago. All right, so you got it. Anyway, who, who's next? Uh, Knox wakes up uh, just in the... Does this tavern have like a, a rooms upstairs? They do, but they've been booked up for weeks, obviously. But they have like uh, kind of like a hammocks hanging all around the walls for people to drunkenly fall asleep in. Oh, that sounds perfect. You, to me. you definitely don't want to choose a bottom bunk because of the drunken people above you. But you know, you choose however. Okay, so uh, Knox is going to go sleep outside uh, after looking around <laughs> the drunken stupor of hammocks. Uh, and, uh, he figures it's the star festival. So he heads outside and picks up a nice place to look at the stars. And, uh, he wakes up in the morning, uh, and there's a, uh, moving around him and he wakes up and sees that there's a, a small frog that's staying with him. Uh, and he's very oh, proud because he's realized he's rescued the frog until he realized that he just cast fine familiar and created a frog and did not rescue the frog. Uh, so it's kind of a little disappointment as he Tragic. as he wakes up in the morning and thinks like, "Ah, oh, I knew I would save that beautiful creature." Ah, oh, crap! No, no, this is no, that's not him. Ah, oh, well, uh, he he starts uh, heading around looking for his uh, for his group uh, in the morning, trying to uh, head down towards the docks. All right, your head pounds with each croak as the Ribbit. the frog loudly Ribbit. leaps, following you. Ribbit. Ribbit. Come on, man. Can, can we just can we just tone it down a little bit? Alright, alright, we'll make it work, man. Alright, you guys happily walk off towards the docks. Happily. 
Yeah, Demi kind of wakes up in his studio apartment. It's not just like a block or two from Frog's Bellows. It's just like a one long apartment. You know, it's like studio fucking 12 feet wide, 40 feet long. It's just bathroom, kitchen, living room, bedroom all together. And he's been staying there a few months and wakes up in bed next to some random chick, some random dude. It's like, it's like, ah. Oh my God. Just another good night. And he writes him a little note. It's like, gone to the docks, make yourself breakfast, and uh, rock on. Puts on his tunic and his tight shorts and is takes his clawed feet and heads on down to the docks. I just imagine that was a couple that wakes up and was like, who's that strange guy sleeping in our bed last night? <laughs> he just stumbled in here drunk in the middle of the night. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. And I, yeah. And I did leave him a note. <laughs> like, and it's not his studio. His- <laughs> just make yourself breakfast and then uh, clear out before I get back. Yeah, pretty much same deal. Thrash wakes up, you know, wherever he happened to pass out, and looks down, realizes there's just a little bit of puke on his shirt, and he's like, "Man, that's that's pretty gross, but it's it's pretty metal too, though." So like, he just kind of ignores it and heads to the dock. Thank you so much. I was like, if he doesn't say this is metal, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking lose it. <laughs> I need. Everyone to roll a perception check. This will be a perception check that will have occurred overnight. Do we get disadvantage? <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, that's, a good, that's a good call. That's a good call. Oh, no. oh sorry. Sorry, guys. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> Seven. Oh! <laughs> that one. Oh, no. On my second roll. Thanks. Mine's 12. Appreciate it, Coats. Yeah, sorry, bro. Makes sense, though. Knox has got a beautiful three minus one. Uh, lovely two. So we have a nat one, a two. A seven. A seven. <laughs> and what's yours, Tyler? With an eight. It's Copes. It's 12. Copes, it's 12. All right, so none of you noticed the thing? No, no, no. 12's good. <laughs> it's over 10, right? That's true. <laughs> Listeners, if you could please write in and just let Brent know that his aggressive DMing towards us is it's not, not cool. helping. It's not cool. 12 is a, a great number. It's episode one and a meager 12. Doesn't... <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you guys sleep nicely oh. through the night, fitfully. Um, you head to the docks in the morning in the way you described. Um, you find the little known figure that you met the previous night waiting fitfully he seems to be pacing back and forth back and forth back and forth you watch him for a solid five minutes and he does a break stride staying there i think we all kind of maybe meet up before we get to the docks and like as maybe maybe knocks arrives first and it's just sitting there watching him and as other people can roll up we just all kind of sit there watching so to just to give a good good idea of what the docks here look like, because of the dangerous nature of the sea, docks don't really look like how you might be imagining them in our world. It's it's more like a it's more like a mini fortress, like a bastion against the dangers of the sea. Ooh, like a parapet where like- incredibly well armored ships dock at, uh, featuring fishermen airships? equally equally. No, the, there's no dock for airships. They're so new, bro. 
Are we getting? Are we receiving an airship? You just told him to meet you there. I didn't say that's where the ship would go. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, got yeah. it. Cool. How dare I say, you? I could see how you'd get there though. Well, yeah, yeah. Do that on the airship. Super logical. I mean, it's just yeah. But this—that's for sea ships, right? As we would imagine. Airships. The docks is in the sky. Anyway, let's move on. All right, guys. I hey. I, I think we need to uh, go move on. Go help this guy out and, and get this. Yeah, where the with. fuck is he? You see, will all be a little quieter. You please. see him wearing a, a a thin line in the ground where his pacing is just digging into the dirt like a wagon wheel. Hey, hey, Demi Rock. You see where that lunatic is down there? Just just going back and forth. He's going to be underground pretty soon if he keeps walking, digging a hole. <laughs> That's uh, that's our man. Little wagon wheel, wagon wheel down there. That's our man. That dude rocks me. All right, guys. I said I would do anything <laughs> for money, and uh, I guess I'm gonna stick to it. Let's go talk to wagon wheel. All right, let's head on down there. All right, we uh, approach the the gnome. We're like, all right, man. Where's the uh, where's the airship at today? We're here. All right, you see, he did have some hair last night. All of it's gone. You see, you see his, you see his, his head is, is, you see his head is red and rashy. Like, yeah. But did he pull it out? It looks, yeah, like, yeah, exactly. (laughs) He he looks up at you with wild eyes. uh, You showed up, you showed up. The ship's not here, though. The ship isn't here. Why isn't here? Why isn't it here? Why isn't it here? Why isn't it here? He asks each of you individually. Hey, little dude, I'm sure it's coming. Just, like, look out to the skies. like Look to the skies, brother. It's coming hey, for hey, sure. Man, why isn't it here? It should have been here. It should have been here. It's like, uh, okay. All right. All right. I can't, I can't use you guys for anything right now, but I got these contracts here. They they authorize me to pay you 500 gold each. That's 2,000 for, for the group of you to just make sure that the stuff gets unloaded onto the dock. That's all I need from you. If you could do this... You know, maybe some of my hair will grow back. 500 gold? Yeah, bro. Like, here, hand it over. To unload, just to unload it onto the, onto the dock? Immediately. Yep, he held up uh, a contract with four lines for signatures. I see no reason can to I, read this carefully before signing. Can I so proof? <laughs> Thrasher, we need to proofread this. But, but he said 500 gold. Is it long or is it like pretty straightforward? It seems pretty. If I sign again, can I get another five hundred? Hey, he looks thoughtful. He's like, like, you really posed an interesting question to him. He's like, "Ah, no. I was about to say, I was, I was about to just start drawing lines on that motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) It, it, It does seem pretty simple. The undersigned below agree to unload the ship the uh the lady's plea the what uh, that, that's off the dome so don't we, we can get a different name for the ship here the lady's plea it could be a good na- plea okay like for could, for, lo- for sure love it could be the lady's plea for love that's the full name everyone just calls it the lady's plea no uh, say something different. no no like- no it's good the lecher's play thing Oh, I thought you were saying like the, uh, okay. the dude's wish. The dude's <laughs> wish. <laughs> to unload him at the dock in the in the town of Vallast. That's the name of the town. 
All right, man, is this, uh, how much cargo are we talking? It's not, like, going to take us a month, is it? No, no, I mean, y'all y'all look like you have, you got various talents on you. Like, you probably got some, like, something to compensate for your your skinny little arms right over there. Like, this guy is clearly pretty pretty tough. He gestures at the at the at the bard he's like he's got these sticks that he's wielding around all the time like, yeah. there's this guy he's got he's got some kind of cloak i'm guessing or something like that i don't know what you got on but he's probably <laughs> hiding some muscle under there um and then there's this guy he looks he looks like averagely strong himself this is this this barbarian looking fellow you know, you got you guys got it it's gonna take you no time at all maybe 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 one one day of unloading you, you guys got it i all need right, you to right. have and- it and if if the ship doesn't show up, we get paid anyway, right? It's just I I want them to arrive tonight. If they don't arrive tonight, I'm completely ruined financially. So they gotta arrive tonight. But e- even if they don't arrive tonight, I want you guys to agree to unload it on whatever day that is. I turn around and look at Knox. I'm like, Knox, what's your last name? I already got your first name down here. Ah, <laughs> uh, all right, just just come on, give it to me, give it to me. It's uh, Longfoot, uh, but uh, Longfoot. All right, I scribe it in for you. There you go. All right. Do you want initial go. next to it? That's good. Knox, he told us last night it'd be in the morning, and now he's saying it's going to be tonight. And then he was saying just whenever. Yeah, but uh, then he, I don't know. He he did say five hundred gold though. So yeah. So what? Think of all. I went British. Yeah. Think, I'm sorry. <laughs> hey man, think think of all the lightsabers you could get with that kind of cash. Yeah, I shouldn't have bought the first one. Stupid. Drunk. All right, I think we're in. Oh, he's like, thank you so much. You see a little sprig of hair just sprout from the top of his head, just a single <laughs> strand. If only, if only. So all of you sign your names to the document? Yeah, I, under my brother said, by Geltha, I hope this pays off. It's like, oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. He's like, he's like here, take this. He offers up a, a small red stone. That hovers lightly in his hand. Take it. <laughs> nah, you beat take me it. to it. Nah, you take it. I fly away. And he holds up a another one in his other hand. This one looks like it is blue, and he speaks into it. So using using this, uh, you can talk to me whenever you want. You can talk to me like uh, it, right now or later. Or you could have talked to me earlier if you had had it earlier. Like you talk to me whenever, and I'm just gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna use this to let you know that uh, when when the ship arrives here, and then I'll need you guys to come help me like immediately, like as soon as you can. Like I'm please, you got to do it. You you sign the paper. You're gonna do it. Righteous little dude. I like your I like your tune. I'll take that. I'll reach out and snatch the little blue diamond. Well, I, I need that one. That's the one for me to talk into. I I get it. I get it. I, I toss it back. I wish we're back on the stone. I say, all right, little bro. Well, we're here for you. We signed the paper, you know, binding contract. Uh, I guess we're, oh. we'll go about our way and you just, what? Oh, thank you so much. It's like, oh. I was just like, there's no way my day could get any worse. What else? What else? Happens? You hear a cry off in the distance. Someone, you hear someone shouting in fear. After a all right, little man, we'll uh, we'll 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 hit you up later. We'll uh, uh, guys, y'all want to go check this out? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, we gotta go. I can't be held down by anything either, bros. I throw the little red stone on the ground and run. You hear another pair of cries. These seem like they're coming from much further away, and they echo loudly in the sky. 
I pick up the stone and keep walking. Pick up the stone and keep walking. All right. I gaze into the sky and do a perception check. Vantage on. I just didn't think I was a good talker of the stone, so go ahead and throw that off. Ooh, uh, 22. All right, 22. You can see... Or 21, You can see... Oh. Okay. You can still see it. I'm honest. All right. You you can see a pair of figures flying in the sky, sort of in like a weird, clumsy kind of way. It seems to be some kind of creature that is humanoid-like with wings for arms and long talons that dangle from its two, like, leg-like appendages. They're harpies. Oh, shit. You you hear further screams coming from the town plaza. You hear clashing of weapons. Can we see the harpies? If he points them out, then yeah. Yeah. I say... uh, With your excellent perception check, you can actually see that there are more of them seemingly headed towards the the city or the village. I say, um... Oh, shit! Guys, it looks like there's, uh... There's some, uh... Some harpies over there, bros. We should get in there and, and see what's going on. All right, we're we're running towards the city. Yeah, as we're running, I you know I decide to, to drum up a little beat and I cast uh, Bardic Inspiration on Thrasher. Uh, I feel so inspired. Come on, Thrasher, you gotta like shake it off from last night. You ready to get going, bro? Let's go mess up these harpies. I reach uh, up under my jacket on my back and pull out a uh, great axe that's been there. (laughs) (laughs) Right, guys, let's do this. As we're running in, Knox is kind of dragging behind a little bit, and uh, he goes, Thrasher, back, back me! And he runs up and he's trying to jump off Thrasher's back. (laughs) Let's go, little man. Yeah, and as a to cap this off as Cubs is running he's uh he's pulling uh six well not all six but he's got six well oiled javelins and uh and a sling on his back and he's he's pulling them out prepping them in one in each hand uh for battle he also flips out a random piece of cloth that he somehow seemingly folds into a sweet hat and uh puts that on his head he says no time like the present, bros. All right, so you you head up to the town plaza. You approach. You see that um, a lot of the people, despite it being noon, were still kind of passed out and just laying in the dirt or on the ground wherever they passed out before, just being given water by various peoples who happen to be awake. But but when you walk into the plaza, you see many of the revelers lying who would be unconscious on the ground lay there with daggers plunged into their chests or their throats slit you see you see a group of four goblins sort of lazily sitting around a uh, one of the like ale tubs full of like you know day old bioluminescent alcohol they seem to be drinking happily from it uh, while walking around with filled tankers and stabbing whoever comes close to them yeah one of them notices you as you approach and you see him hold up a dagger that's like coated in blood, and he begins picking his teeth with it, flashing a fearsome grin your way. Hey guys, this is not rock and roll. Next time on Discount Heroes. Hey guys, how do we end up on this island? 
can't believe I found this magic trident. Where did all these goblin toes come from? Where am I? Next week, find out. All right, so this has been the first episode of Discount Heroes. We thank you for listening to us here. Um, we're planning on doing weekly releases. Um, all of us would like to thank you for listening. Me from myself, Brent, the DM. Jared, a.k.a. Thrasher. And Tyler playing Copes. Aaron as Dimarok. And Matt as Knox. Thank you for joining us on Discount Heroes, where questionable results are always guaranteed.